Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. LondonSmith.com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as mu opioid receptor antagonist and foot traffic stop. So I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Dr. London, I want to celebrate this new year on a positive note by doing what I'm going to call... I don't even know what to call it. In years past, we have done in memoriams for the listeners we've lost in our previous year. Um, this year, this is, uh, this, uh, this is actually a positive note. A lot of the people that we've done in memoriams for were found alive later. I think it would be nice, though, to say a word for our listeners who we thought were dead, but they're actually alive now. Okay. And not for the ones who... Right, because we already done it for the ones who are definitely dead. The ones who are definitely dead, they're de- like they can't listen to this. We've done in memoriam in years past. Yeah, and it's like, am I just gonna do this every single year? No, let's be positive. I guess I want to call this a re, a re, it in a an unmemorial. We're gonna unmemorialize some of our listeners. So I mean, Doctor London, for example, um, um, Jacob Stonson. Oh, he of course God. we have reported. Hate that. I know guy. we had reported last year just heartbroken, heartbroken Dr. London Ugh. that he had run his speedboat into a much, much larger speedboat that in itself was running itself into, I, I mean, a much tinier speedboat, but that it was denser. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like it was dense as hell. When I got the readings on that thing on my densometer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You were on site. Yeah, well, just, like, I, I track, this is, maybe people don't know this about me, but, like, a lot of, one of my extracurriculars in med school was tracking speedboat density, like, for fun. It's like coin collecting. And th- this is how we even knew that Jacob had, had passed away. It wasn't like the police contacted us. You were there on the scene. You said, this person died. That's so sad. Now we understand Jacob did show up at my doorstep about two weeks ago, claiming that I was his son. Usually, I feel like it's the opposite way around, almost. Like, oh, I've, I found you. You're my dad. He said, I'm your son or you're my son. He wasn't sure. Okay. I'll say, just to clarify on the, for the listeners here, uh, usually you are going from house to house saying that you are someone's son. That, I think that's usually what happens. And so this situation is different because someone else is just unsure they know they're biologically related. At this point, they seem to know. They seem to have a good idea. But after doing some yeah. digging, I found out it's just Jacob. I think he's been robbing my house, and it, that was sort of the whole plan. But he's back alive, so we want to unmemorialize you. Thank you, listener Jacob uh, Schmlankton. I guess we'll do the unmemorializing song. Uh, we unmemorialize. We raise you back to life. So, uh, thank you, Samson, and we appreciate you doing that, coming back to life. And we'll see you at our Valentine's Day party. 
I think is the next event we have coming up. Yeah. So I'll uh, I'll do one more. We we of course last year or we believed that we had lost um Bicker Blast Hole. Um Bicker Blast Hole we thought had uh passed away in a in a fruit accident. I guess there's really not a more proper way to say that. Well, just, uh I they they were trying to play Fruit Ninja at first. Correct? Bicker was well, no, they were playing Fruit Ninja a lot, so much so that they couldn't differentiate between real life and the game anymore. So suddenly they're chopping real fruit until the fruit sort of stacked up so high that they suffocated under the load. So that's why, I mean, death by fruit is really, I guess I could say they suffocated, but that doesn't give you the clear picture. That makes it sound like that maybe someone strangled them or maybe they like got their head stuck in the toilet. Yeah. Okay. This... Death under the rubble, crushed. Um, re- regardless, Bicker Blast Hole did come back to us. Uh, yes, Bicker Blast Hole, in fact, was not actually dead. Again, this was sort of a misunderstanding. Dr. London went over to Bicker Blast Hole's house. Uh, just saw kind of from what you were saying, you just saw a lot of fruit, and oh, you yeah. just you said you could play out how, how this was going to turn out. Yeah. You said they're cutting so much fruit and eventually it's going to reach a point where they're going to suffocate. Yeah. Which is uh, logical. I'm not arguing that, Dr. Yeah. So I get, just, to, just to clarify the whole chronology of it, I had seen them with a lot of fruit, chopping the fruit, and just assumed that it would pile up to suffocate them. That, yeah. Right. It was already stacking up. But I was led to believe you had, you know, seen them die. I've come to learn that it was maybe like ankle deep in fruit. You well, were just It was just a saying, supply issue, I thought. Because like the moment they get to a grocery store, like have you seen how much fruit they have of those things? They, no, there's tons of fruit there. Okay, so you've seen uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. But so you, you were it. saying it you know, it's like a you were saying like it's a it's like a leak in a boat or something. Like it just starts slowly filling up with water. I was sort of thinking that maybe Bicker Blast Hole could just stop or get tired at some point. Um, and I think that might have been what happened. I mean, there were a lot of limes. Bicker was I didn't even a consider the limes. limes. Okay, I do take back what I was saying. I was thinking it was mostly like bananas and cherries. No, that's, I mean. Because like cutting cherries, it's just like, they're no. so tiny. I guess, I guess I, if I'm thinking back, like I, it was maybe one lime that they were c- cutting into fourths um, for a drink. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, I know where this is headed. Oh, no. Bicker, no. Oh no, bigger blast hole. <laughs> so anyway, bigger blast hole came to us. Uh, bigger blast hole is pregnant with my child, and so I own a new child. Uh, okay, and then I guess I'll do uh, the last. Well, it's a longer list, honestly, but the the for now the last one. Um, this is a uh, Chugger Tarthan. So Chugger Tarthan. Um, <clears throat> had been hunting balloons with uh, a, a javelin, right? Um, and basically just picked the wrong balloon. It was the Macy's Day Parade. And it came back down and stabbed Chugger in the... Well, let me think of the right part. Uh, I'm thinking back to... um. The game with the little buzzer thing. Uh, it wasn't the that hole. Yeah, yeah checkers. Uh, it was. It was the neck. It was the neck. Okay. 
Um, so fortunately, oh wow, was yeah, it the Garfield golf, float? Who else would it be? Oh we, no, yeah, I mean normal maybe. Well, just like or Odie. Does John get a float? Uh, I don't even know. Yeah, I never asked him. Anyway, so um, turns out though that uh, it was the the fake. Later on, we found out Chugger has a prosthetic throat that he normally oh, wears. No. So it wasn't even the real throat that was stabbed with a javelin. Uh, made me feel pretty stupid, honestly, because like normally I'm really good at identifying throats, but uh, <laughs> egg on my face. Well, especially because you were the doctor on site. Yeah, I feel like. Well, just I I I, I yeah. threw a javelin and it made it in. That's what happened between the two of us. Uh, yeah, that's I, fair. He now Chugger will argue that he got the javelin up there, and it was because he got it in a little bit that mine made it in all the way. Uh, but you know what? Whatever. Uh, one of us died. Was what I was saying before. Like, well, who lived? But now, uh, unmemorialized chuckers. Unmemorialized. Cameron, we have a sponsor today. Really now? Yeah, yeah. So our sponsor is Caldera Lab. Um, you know, first impressions really matter, and if you're not taking care of your skin. That's going to be very noticeable. That's true. And that's true. Yeah. So show them that you do care about that skin and your first impression by using Caldera Lab, where compliments are guaranteed. Now, now to our listener, it's, so it's, it's a new year. Um, and I'm of the opinion that maybe some of our listeners haven't been listening to this part of the podcast. It's, yeah, we, so, you know, we're all kind of, Reeling from last night um, at the listener party. I, all of our listeners joined us for our party last night. And uh, to be honest, d- disappointed. Yeah, it's when you see so many. Okay, you go in there assuming you will see fresh faces. So our listeners, you, our listeners, um, you did. Of course you didn't get the midnight kiss, right? Like. Of course you didn't. With your oily skin and with those blotches and those zits and those dryness and all of those different things, how in the possible heck could did you possibly think you were going to get a New Year's yeah, kiss? Yeah, like, and it's 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 a medical thing too. Like, I would be worried with the amount of with how dry and crackly when you go in for that kiss, it's going to be like just a physical fear uh, for the person. So. Um, right. I mean, you can't blame someone for their, you know, fight or flight reaction. Yeah. In a situation like that, the sympathetic response does kick into gear, and it's once again like this is why we do this. So, one of the ways to avoid this situation, and especially with the new year, it's kind of a good time to make some resolutions. Okay. Uh, Caldera Lab creates high-performance men's skincare products, and the regiment leads off their product lineup with a twice-a-day routine to transform your skin. Uh, the regiment includes three products, the Clean Slate, the Base Layer, and the Good. The Clean Slate starts and ends your day. It leaves uh, all skin types refreshed with this face wash. Uh, there's the Base Layer to be your daily moisturizer and hydrate your skin and jumpstart your day full of confidence. Then there's the Good, which is your go-to multifunctional serum at night that helps your skin look tighter and smoother and reduce the visibility of fine lines and wrinkles. Uh, and it's filled with antioxidants. If you are expecting by this time next year... Or let me, uh, you're, you've already lost a day. It's already not New Year's Eve anymore. And like, and I, I want to just add here, I know 
that you didn't have this for your resolution, okay? I get that. I get that improving your skin wasn't on your list. No, I know that getting the surgery to turn your feet into flippers was your highest priority. Yeah. Let's put that aside. Well, yeah, okay. I, I don't, it's just like, you could do that with, you can buy flippers from the store. Now, they won't fuse to your feet. No. Necessarily. Well, I think that's, that would be the ultimate goal. Yeah, yeah. But like, because you go to the DMV, the, they're going to be like, sir, take off those flippers. Yeah. And if, but if I can't, I'm like, these are my feet. What I'm saying is maybe push those dreams back for a second because your immediate problem is your skincare routine or lack thereof. And you need to start now. You have 364 days till your next possible New Year's Eve kiss. Uh, for, for everyone waking up today, you'll notice. There are some dark circles under your eyes. It was a wild night of lack of kissing. So Caldera Lab has something for that. It's called the Icon Eye Serum. It addresses the three most common skin concerns around the eyes, which are fine lines, dark circles, and puffiness. Uh, Puffiness, once again, from the the weeping that you were doing from... Which, uh, just to say, that didn't help you either. Okay. The crying definitely didn't do a whole lot to help you out. I will say a lot of the dark circles under people's eyes and sort of the issues, the eye issues people were having was the pudding. When, when everyone realized kissing wasn't going to happen, what naturally happens? There's a food fight. What food is available at this New Year's Eve party? Pudding. Uh, yeah, it, it, was, it was a rough food fight. We're all like, I'd say also, let's try to make a resolution, I guess in two years, to uh, not fight anymore. How about that? You know? Yeah, let it be like, why not toss that pudding on your friend's face in a fun way without it being so violent and nasty? Yeah, that's, that's the thing. So, um, Caldera Lab is leader in men's skincare made with only top tier ingredients and clinical trials have found 94% of men's skincare showed an overall younger looking appearance after using Caldera Lab for a few weeks. It takes just a minute, morning, and night to reduce your wrinkles, fine lines, and signs of a- aging. And f- just for, for our audience, we have an exclusive offer, their best offer available anywhere. Use code JOCKDOC at calderalab.com and get 20% off right now. 20% off with code JOCKDOC at calderalab.com and make unforgettable first impressions where compliments are guaranteed. And later, we, um, let's just say I've had some competition in the medical world, and we're going to address it head on instead of jumping around it pretending it's not hiding behind agents and pr and all this obviously we you know we live our life in the public eye like we're in the spotlight quite a bit and we do have a tendency to you know just sort of like oh i'm gonna just go ahead and forward this to michelle you know she'll take care of it Mm -hmm. but sometimes we gotta actually you know talk to our fans talk to the people there are real world issues going on and no not speaking up is a display of your preference and your thoughts and your feelings. And so we want to take the time to actually say something about something that really matters. Once again, not going to get into it quite yet because before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. So for a long time, our listener demographic was primarily composed of Cameron's hateful nephews who only listened to the podcast, subscribed to our Patreon and bought our merch ironically for years. Um, I, I want to say here and now, if you buy our merch, ironically, that's wrong to do. Okay. It really, it's not okay. you really need to be purchasing, handing money to us in a very earnest way. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just be sincere about it. And like, cause like, just put your money where your mouth yeah. is like, and don't mouth off. You know what I mean? Like just, just actually when you support, actually support instead of, you know, subtweeting at us. It, it should, I don't know. It's your nephews, whatever. Well, and I just I think like, like, especially when you're talking about shirts, if a shirt is too irony, and you're using an iron an iron that mm-hmm. much, it's gonna be mm-hmm. going to affect the graphic on the tea. It's gonna start like melting and disappearing. Right, yeah. It's it's like a genuine ish it'll hurt the it'll damage the merch. So and like, that's not to speak poorly of you know, our partners T Public. You know, T Public mm-hmm. has been so kind to us and just great yeah, they quality merch so and everything. Much. Yes. Um, but obviously if it's too ironic, if you're if you're ironing it way too much with your iron, mm-hmm. then it's not gonna work out. The shirt's not gonna last. Yeah. Chill. Um and yeah, and, and to clarify here, this is not a plug for the merch. We are no, this is a correction. And, I mean I don't even know how, because you're listening to this in an audio format. I can't send you a link. I can't say, hey, yeah. here's Jock Talk Podcast. Po- Jock Talk Podcast. Jock Talk Well, now I don't have it. Okay, hold on. John? Is it John? JohnBombBodass.com. And you go there, and there's a link to our merch. It says buy our merch. And on our Patreon, and there's a bunch of episodes there that are exclusive. There's a Patreon. You but can just again, go straight to tpublic.com slash user slash jock hyphen doc hyphen podcast. Yeah. Once again, not a plug for that. This is us reprimanding Cameron's hateful nephews. Uh, and uh, But anyway, <clears throat> we've been trying to cater our efforts to his hateful nephews, but we were neglecting the many bot accounts that download our podcast. And that's why we just need to address it. So we've gotten some feedback. <clears throat> These bots are, let's see, uh, primarily from TikTok. So um, this first one was on our TikTok response to a comment saying, I'm pretty sure if I put hashtag FYP, it's going to put, it's going to put my video people's for you page. At LVNDER.888 said, quote, on my FYP, LOL end quote so first of all thank you so much for this feedback it's a super helpful um so we spent a lot of time figuring out what fyp means and now you're just going to throw another abbreviation at us i don't know what lol is short for is that lollygagging is that lollipop labetalol metoprolol propanolol carvetalol is it a beta blocker it's it is a beta blocker but it is specifically blocking all the betas because it's really only for us alphas dr london okay i guess that makes sense yeah it's 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 lots of licking it it ties into our previous discussion of the obscene and horrible fyp but you would yes of course if you were an alpha or sigma male you would do lots of licking fyp and again, this is not, we are trying not to be crass. This is a Christian podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Fundamentally, it's, it's about the woke mind virus and being a Christian podcast. It's also about uh, yeah, uh, snowshoes and yes. hunting caribou. And the um, WNBA about, team, uh, the uh, New York Liberty. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's about constructing a log cabin uh, all by yourself from hand. Like that's that's the fundamentals of what we do here. Uh, and also, it's medical education. So 
um i appreciate this uh this this comment thank you so much for it but i do feel like maybe we want to hold back on this kind just of... gross crass talk yeah if we can just uh, take a step yeah, back let's yeah, use some we're, we're good acronyms for once like stfu right save the front up See, that's like a fun acronym that everyone can enjoy. I don't know what it means because I'm not, I'm not a kid, right? Like, I'm not Gen Alpha. I'm not Gen Z. I don't know what everything means. But that's a lot more fun than this, like, LOL stuff, this FYP stuff. Especially saying, like, I'm going to LOL your FYP. Yeah, God. Like, that doesn't even please. phonetic. Like, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. But, like, I get that it doesn't have to. That's the new... It's just shorter, and that makes it okay for this generation. So... Whatever. Um, next, next one. Same, same uh, video. Same, same TikTok. This is from user at the big A one zero two one. Quote: Yeah, there's no way PPL listen to this shit. End quote. Eh, wrong. <laughs> In yeah, because well, first of all, I don't know what PPL stands for. Uh, is that? I mean, I think it's PP lick. Like, I think we're just, I think it's pretty clear. It's licking your PP. Okay. And again, we're, it's just, it's all the same shit, Dr. London. So there's no way PP lickers listen to this SHIT. I don't know what that stands for either. Um, and to be honest, I don't know either because in our listener polls, we don't ask those kinds of questions. We don't get into people's like sex lives or personal lives. We ask them very simple things. Like, what is your bank routing number? Where yeah. are you What's right up? now? You up. What's up? Yeah. What is your aunt up to? Does yeah. she, is she single? Uh, do you want to play kickball later? Do you want to play kickball now? I bought a ball. I don't remember how to play. And in, the, in this feedback that we send to our listeners before they can actually mm-hmm. listen to an episode... Um, every single week, we never ever get into this this crass this, stuff of, oh, can I, you know, PPL? Can hey, can I PPL like, you? Uh, we don't get into that kind of stuff. We just ask questions like, have you ever had a three way? Yeah. How many? And how many? Yeah. How do I get in contact with the two other parties so I can confirm? And that is a big part of it. We do want to confirm just to like, ju- just it's just checking sources uh, at our at our hearts. Yeah, well, it's just, just journalism. Yeah. Sorry for being a journalist. Uh, but thank you so much for your feedback. That's really helpful, and it's going to help us cater this to uh, to your needs in the future. Um, next uh, comment came from at Mike dot T nine nine quote thoughts on the woke mind virus end quote. <laughs> and by the, I'm pretty pumped for this one because uh, I actually we we both have lessons prepared for this, right? Like this is yeah. I mean, this is essentially what the podcast is actually about. We've talked about this a little bit before, at least once or twice. But this is, of course, a medical education podcast that touches on occasionally things such as cancel culture, the woke mind virus, uh, liberal pop- propaganda, snowboarding, the Indiana Pacers, um, my aunt Carol, geese hunting, uh, uh, geese hunting, geese befriending. Geese. I've never spoken about that, but sure, I, maybe. Shaquille O'Neal, Tupac versus Biggie, 
um, Bugs Life versus Ants, Monsters Inc. versus Monsters University. Egg recipes. Yeah. So that's, and that's just that's just some of our thoughts on the woke mind virus. Well, no, it just that's what the podcast is about. But you're you're asking like it would be like asking us like, can I hear your thoughts on snowboarding? That's a very broad question that we've spent hours and hours and hours covering. But if you want my you know just just quick thoughts on the woke mind virus, I would really love to have a chat with that dang thing. You know what I mean? Because you've identified a lot of things that you thought were the woke mind virus, but they did turn out to be some critter and didn't speak at all. This is the thing. I, I have been on the hunt for the woke mind virus for many a night, Dr. London, because I have figured out a few things. It is nocturnal. It is uh, it and its kind, I think, sort of uh, uh, coordinates somewhere around Central America, but then they sort of split off into every direction geographically. Which was helpful for you because you didn't live in Central America. You were not traveling there. You had no, you, you weren't there, but you did have a compass that pointed that way, right? Well, I no, I had a so like in Tony in one of the Tony Hawks, right? There's like some of the levels will be like in a south, like in a like in Brazil, right? Okay. So there's, I have that, and I can point my, I have a compass that points to, like, the right. closest Tony it's Hawk in, game. That's South America, and you were able to trans- triangulate between the two, must be, yes, okay. Makes sense. Right, because, so it's going off in each direction, so if I could figure out where this Tony Hawk game was taking place in Brazil, they could figure out where the woke well, mind virus is going to end up in North America. And it ended up at my house in my backyard, I found it one day. Uh, it looked like, I mean, a possum. Um, I was about to say, I would say, I didn't taste like any possum I had had before, but that's sort of what makes it different, I think, is like the flavor. So we are on the hunt to eradicate the woke mind virus. Keep an eye out. Oh, but um, also to befriend it, like depending. Oh, yeah, because they're so nice. Yeah, and well, adorable. And you're it's also going to make the meat taste better if you're friends um, with it. So anyway, I hope that was helpful. Thank you so much for that feedback. That's really, really going to help us move forward and uh, I guess continue giving the same content we've been giving. Um, the, next, uh, the next bot comment we got was on our TikTok responding to the question, are y'all actually this stupid? Uh, this is from user at uh, spellcaster985, quote, Get Germa985 on the pod. End quote. So thank you so much for that feedback. Uh, I, I get one thing that's really helpful is whenever you very pointedly don't tag whoever you're trying to get us to have on the podcast. Um, Never ever tell your friends about this podcast. Never ever tag someone you'd want to hear on the podcast or that you think would be like fu- a fun addition to the show. This podcast is is for you listener it's for you we made this for you hey steven steven amy yes uh, uh like Charles Terrathan. yes Terrathan. we made this podcast for you are you a sagittarius we made this podcast for you mm-hmm. we did not make it for your friends or family so keep it secret Shh. please yes do not share with them uh i just to Clarify though, so 
you, since you have a similar, I guess, surname with the 985 part of the usernames, I get that you must be family. Um, so nepotism's a real problem. And I just want to say, like, once again, thank you for not tagging them because we don't want to reinforce that. We don't yeah. want there to be more nepotism. Uh, you using your closeness to us to, to do this. But this does ultimately tie into the reason why we want to keep our podcast on the DL, keep it secret from friends and family. Yeah. Is because nepotism and mm. these nepo babies that are around us, they need to be taken out. And they unfortunately can only be killed with a stake to the heart. Yeah. So and we like, need to it talk. It has to be grilled to, uh, I, like, I think medium, medium rare. Oh, at least the steak yeah. does. And, yeah. but, and Dr. Lennon, if, if, if you, oh, I'm going to tell my friends, I'm going to tell my family, and one of them ends up being one of these Nepo babies, then the whole plan is shot. And so, if we, the purpose of this podcast is to sort of activate some sleeper cells eventually, which is now you, listener. And we can't do that if you tell everyone about it. And by the way, heads up, you, you are a sleeper cell listener. Just a heads up. Ta- yeah. uh, write that down. I just assume you were, I don't know how it works. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not the one under, like, sort of like a hypnotic spell, basically. Yeah, that's everyone listening. Yeah. But, um, and I don't think it's fair for them to put that on you, Cameron. No. And it's really unfair of the listeners to expect me to be able to, like, hold their hand and explain all this. Oh, this is, this is how we're taking over your brain. We're going to hypnotize you this way. Yeah. Oh, you got to explain it to me. Do all the work uh, for me. Please. Good. Um, so, it's, so uh, thank you so much for that feedback. That's really helpful. Uh, and we will try to um, tailor this to, to, to your desire to get someone on the podcast, but not actually have them on the podcast in the future. Um, next uh, is from uh, is a bot uh, responding to our TikTok response to, bruh, y'all gotta learn TikTok lingo. Uh, it's from the same user. User at spellcaster985 said, quote, Reveal the guillot, though, on skibbity or skibbity. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but end quote. Uh, so thank you so much for that feedback. That's really, really helpful. Um, I mean, I think I'm just going to say what, we, what we're both thinking. I will never reveal such a thing. Oh, please. Yeah. Literally put a gun to my head and get that out of me. Get me to reveal such a thing. And I'm just going to have to say, go ahead and pull the trigger, boy, because I, I, I'm not going to just give up my um, Giat and Skibidibi. Yeah, it's, it's one of these things where, like, some of us are confidants, and I think that it's not kind of emphasized enough in our society. You can't just tweet everything you see. You can't just, or I guess, exit now. Um, you, you have to actually hold it in. Let it be a personal thing between you and... The, the person in question. And so I, unfortunately, unfortunately for you, I guess, will not reveal the Gyaton Skibbity. But like, uh, do know that part of me wants to, if I'm being honest, part of me wants to. Oh, I would love to. If I could just spill secrets without having to worry about my family's safety, my well-being, what government agencies are going to be after me, what international agencies are going to be after me. Which members of like you know One Direction or even In um, Sync will be after me specifically because of some of the stuff I would reveal once I'm talking about the Gyatso on Skibbity, and it's like I'm not going to jeopardize all yeah, that. Yeah, we're not, not going to do it. 
not gonna do it. Not gonna, that's a risk we don't need to take. But thank you so much for that feedback. That's really helpful, and that's only helping our podcast to be more listenable. Uh, next is uh, a bot commenting on our response to uh, TikTok. Uh, the podcast should be called People Learning TikTok Acronyms, end quote. Sorry, and this is user at Junior Lee 87 said, quote, okay, dot, 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 dot. This was worth a follow, crying, laughing emoji, end quote. Hey, I I guess it was. Yeah, I mean, as long as, again, you can keep the podcast secret and you can keep your damn mouth shut. Sure. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't, please don't tell anyone about it. That's really not our, our marketing strategy has been to um, not get followers. And if you see our follower count, we're actually failing a little bit at that. We have a few followers. We're trying to lose those. What happened um, to making art for yourself, Dr. Lennon? Everyone is obsessed mm. with, oh, success and followers. And it's like, okay, yeah, so does this podcast bring in six figures a month? For sure. Whatever. That, that's the podcast industry. Yeah. But like, yeah, but I like, wish it didn't. That's like, not I, wish, I wish yeah. we were actually losing money on this thing. Well, it's just not real art if you're making money. And that's why I feel like I've sold out with the success of the show and the, sort of the, especially like yeah. our merch sales, the Patreon, everything going sort of like insane mm-hmm. all the time, Dr. London. Yeah, and I, I miss the like, I miss being in college and I just eating a PB&J every day. That's all I could afford, man. And mm-hmm. just being in a, in a yeah. dorm room with 10 other dudes, just, just making art. Yeah. Just trying to record a podcast, but everyone's so loud. All those other guys are People so loud. People keep stealing my stuff. Guys, I mean, guys I've never seen before just sort of, sort of filtering in and out as they take my stuff. One of them had a switchblade and kept threatening you. And you're saying like, I look, I, man, I just go to school here. And they're like, what school? Yeah, the people kept saying like, get out of my house. Why are you in my apartment? And they like started just yeah. moving my stuff out. and just It was just like, yeah, what happened to society? Yeah, that's and that's back when it was art, and now look oh, at what it's it so is. commercialized. Avengers. Yeah, this is the Marvel. Thank you so much for that feedback. Disney. Yeah, oh please, yeah, Bob Iger. Uh, thank you so much for that feedback. That's really helpful, and that's only going to help us in the future. And this is a, a comment our response to our TikTok responding to. Uh, is this the guy who's the medic guy? Uh, the comment is from user at managebusiness867 saying, quote, at doccombat, talking about this guy, end quote. Oh, sorry. And then they had a follow-up, quote, you guys sound similar enough, end quote. So thank you so much for that feedback. Uh, I, I mean, is this one tough for you, Dr. London? You haven't been called doccombat in a long time. Yeah, just, well, it just brings back... Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Pitzista. Uh, we haven't covered it in on the podcast much, but Pitzista or post-traumatic uh, stress disorder is a real thing. And yes, I used to go into combat, um, mostly through VR. Um, mostly, uh, you know. You're being very generous about it, Doctor London. But you you did see action. You saw war. You were yeah. a part of storage wars. Yeah. Um, which is how were, I got the VR headset. That's yeah. how you got the VR headset, and you saw some wild things in there. 3D Pac-Man. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, Pac-Man, of- which you're used to. You're used to seeing a little yellow dot just mm-hmm. run across the screen. And suddenly yeah. that thing is running around your legs. It's trying to eat yeah. you whole. Yeah, so it's um Well, it's uh it's not I, I apologize yeah, do if, we... this, if this is triggering Dr. London. Yeah, do we need do we need to talk? Do we, uh can, You don't can, have uh, to think... let me just to just to address it okay. just a little bit. You know, yes, Dr. London did put in his time. He saw action. Um, he would show up every Saturday morning to the storage units and shine a flashlight in there. And he, you know, someone would be like, I think I want to bid 30 bucks. And Dr. Lennon would be like, hmm, I wouldn't even spend $10 on that. But then Dr. Lennon would be like, I bid 35 bucks. So it was like he was, you know, he was sharking them a little bit. But you were, and Dr. Lennon was um, dishonorably discharged, unfortunately. Well, because I did bring a gun. Well, yes, I guess that's that's what I meant to say is that you had discharged your gun in a very dishonorable way. You were holding up your middle finger, yelling at people. You were shooting at the storage units, which that's one of the big rules in storage wars is you cannot shoot the storage unit. Not they, the rule is actually because of me, but yes. Oh, okay. I did. Yeah. I okay. I so you were fine. That should have been fine. I don't know why they made a big deal about that. I then. think no. They 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 had to make a rule and they quickly enforced it so yes i was dishonorably discharged um sorry the way that i discharged it was pretty graphic so uh but anyway thank you so much for that feedback that's really helpful that's only improving our uh podcast content uh we hope to use that to tailor it toward you better in the future now for today's medical topic bovine spongiform encephalopathy or mad cow disease bovine spongiform encephalopathy which was known as mad cow disease, uh, belongs to the family of diseases known as transmissible fungiform encephalopathies, or TSEs. TSEs are caused by a transmissible protein particle. So it's not caused by virus or bacteria or like an amoeba. It's caused by a protein known as a prion. Okay? So human TSEs, like bovine spongiform encephalopathy, share the following characteristics. Uh, a prolonged incubation period of several years, uh, progressive debilitating neurologic syndrome that is fatal, pathologic changes in the central nervous system consisting of the three classic features of spongiosis, which is uh, spongiosis, gliosis, and neuronal loss. Uh, and finally, it can spread without the body's immune system reacting with immediacy, um, and it's resistant to sanitation methods that would otherwise be effective against viruses and bacteria. So, well, and this is uh, especially concerning for our listeners who are already typically behind on their day-to-day like sanitation. No matter how many you know buckets of of the dirt water you guys collect in the mud puddles outside your houses, no matter how many buckets of those of that water you get, it's never going to be good enough for this disease. Um, but you know, you should also be concerned about like rashes growths fungus the various mushrooms that yeah are sort of popping it's, it's, up. It, this is one reason why we only cover one topic per episode is because like our listeners do have so many and it's just sort of there's only so much we can cover in one day i you know i just don't want people to hear this and think they can just throw sanitation in general out of the window out because of okay yeah so uh, let me say so it ju- this doesn't mean that you throw sanitation out it means that you add a little extra sanitation depending on your poten- uh, potential for d- exposure. And so, I'm already getting text that says, okay, but you said it was resistant to sanitation. So 
now i've got to sanitize just every damn thing i've gotten five text messages that said that yeah um so so i'd say what you were well once again also even their method of sanitation like you said it is dirt water mostly which i feel like i guess it puts a different problem on top of the other yeah i don't it might be causing a lot of issues yeah putting that in Uh, wounds quite a bit i don't it's hard for me to know how to help you listener i would say like like uh, okay so i guess traditional sanitation methods like boil stuff let's say you want to boil so that you get the bacteria out or if you go to the store um you can they they have fresh water usually that's uh kept in like gallon or pint sized oh nice so if they um, if it's just dirt and not mud pour some water in there really mix it up and then get some dirt water um yeah it's so I, f- I feel like this this once again this just I can only cover so much in a in a day. Uh, but anyway, so bovine spongiform encephalopathy or mad cow disease. It's a rapidly progressive dementia with mitochondrial jerks, which is that, that's what happens in seizures. So that's kind of what you can picture for it. Um, in these patients, the cere- cerebrospinal fluid will typically have a fourteen three three protein, but a biopsy is most accurate uh, as a method to diagnose it. And there is unfortunately no um, specific therapy for. And, and once again, don't look at this and say, oh, so I don't need therapy in general. No, if you're a listener to this it's, show, you need therapy. You, you should have been in therapy yes. a long time ago. If you're not, let's start tomorrow. And I would and, say start yes. by playing this podcast because I think it will give your therapist a great understanding of the sort of twisted mind yeah. of the listener. The pathology, yeah. yeah. The inherent psychological pathologies given to someone who would take the time Could to stomach to a podcast um, such as this yeah so um anyway uh that, that's the medical lesson but today you know speaking of medical lessons and education and trying to import um these these j- just these uh ed- educations yeah um i have a competitor um and we haven't talked about it on the podcast before but we have had people commenting, and so we just want to just address it head on. So we've been doing all this listener feedback. One of the bits of feedback we got was on Facebook. It was a comment on, our, and you can look this up. This is all real. This is November 27th, uh, 2023. There's a comment on a Facebook post, our weekly prescription pad graphic, from a Facebook user named Jennifer Mitchell. It's public. Once again, you can see this yourself. And they told us about this other doctor. So just before we get into the message they left, because it was pretty thorough, I want to say, this physician and I used to get along, okay? We were colleagues, but he went to a different boat medical school. Our boats had cannons. They fired at each other. It happens. Okay. If you're familiar with the Mad Magazine um, comic strip Spy versus Spy, where there was like a little gray one and there was a, one wearing like a black outfit, uh, I would say it's very similar to that. He did. You're what you wear sort of a, I mean, a white trench coat, a doctor's trench coat, and he wears sort of a leather black trench coat when he sees his patients. You're usually wearing sort of a large white cowboy hat. He's wearing sort of a like, you know, dark black cat in the hat style. 
hat. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, he's your mortal enemy. The wardrobe. He's your. He's the anti-London. Yeah. yeah. Which, like, look, I, and I, I don't. It's one of these things where we came up the same way almost. So it's hard to like harbor such enmity. Uh, and just to say, like, we we do, um, hang out once a year. We hit the slopes. We go snor- snowboarding. We teach snowboarding. That's a part of obviously a big part of the podcast. A big part of who we are as people. So a like big part of the medical industry in this country, Doctor London. Yes. Yeah. So like, I want to get that out first. Say like. We have an understanding. We talk about our rivalry pretty openly. Well, let's let's so. get this out right now. If you're a doctor or surgeon or gynecologist or endometriosis, any of them, if none of them know how to snowboard, they're not for you. You need to move on. That is not a that is not an actual doctor. That might be someone who maybe went to those one one of those websites and got ordained as a doctor in 15 minutes or whatever. You should not be going to them for medical advice. Uh, but with that, I, I think I can go ahead and get into this um, feedback. So this once again from uh, Jennifer Mitchell, quote, I never believed in herbal medicine until I met a friend of mine who was also cured with herbal medicine, comma. I decided to give it a try by contacting and ordering herbs from Doc Uden, space, 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 and behold, within 14 days of usage, I was cured from my capitalized herpes, space, space, all caps, and I thank you so much, space, space. He also cured the following illness, period, space, space, diabetes. Before I go on here, so I don't want to emphasize, yeah, this is Doc Uden, doc, I, I would call him Dr. Uden, um, U-D-E-N, once again, we, we were brought up similarly. We, we have this rivalry, but um, yeah, he, he has these illnesses that he has specifically cured. I'll say, I haven't cured a list of illnesses like this necessarily. Yes, a lot of the illnesses you have cured have been very specific to me. The medical community will usually call, usually call it Cameron Toe yeah. or Cameron well, Inner Ear. It's, it's something that isn't necessarily universal to non-Cameron humans. Mm-hmm. I, and generally, we use we would say the term treat, and we see improvement. We, we don't the term cure isn't used casually all the time, I don't right? Because you're not confident in your treatment. The, uh, with you, yeah, there's no way. Yeah, it's all it's um, evolving. It's always evolving. Yeah, and usually deliberately so. But I mean, ultimately, what this comes down to for the, for listeners is at every point in your medical education journey, you're going to come to a fork in the roads and you can go towards the light or towards the darkness you can go you can do what dr london did wear his white trench coat and go towards medicine and and being a good doctor and helping uh you know not cure people but you know convince them they can be cured with but like you know you're not confident in your ailment or your uh, cures or whatever or you could go down the path of darkness, which is what Dr. Uden did, which he uses like black magic, um, an Ouija board. That's a big part of his medical stuff. Well, I, and sorry, I, I do want to, because I don't want people to think it's only diabetes because there are 12 things on this list. Uh, di- diabetes was only the first. And what I think di- they didn't even add the number one to it because... Um, they didn't want to honor diabetes. And I think that's 
noble. Like diabetes is a pretty uh, cruel illness. It's not. It's good. problematic. I think yeah. it's time to actually call it out for what it is. People mm-hmm. have been giving diabetes a pass for a long time. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a funny meme. Oh, uh, uh, you know, Wilford Brimley says diabetes or whatever. Ha yeah. ha ha. No, it's actually like problematic. Mm-hmm. It's toxic masculinity. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's even good for people. No, I think that's the, the biggest, the craziest thing is like, it's one of the most popular and well-known things in the world. Yeah. Um, and yet, who is it actually benefiting besides sort of like big, big diabetes? diabetes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's that's first on the list. Number two uh, is hepatitis. So, um, yeah, that's that's for those who don't know, that's inflammation of the liver. Uh, that's what that refers to. And um, so you can have that from there's like fatty liver diseases. There are there's alcoholism, like a lot of different causes of hepatitis. Uh, are, you know, not if you're a patient of Doctor Uden. Right. Maybe if they're a patient of yours, you might have diabetes and hepatitis. But if you're using the dark magic of, of Udin. Like, I'll admit that I, you know, the herbs I use in medicine are usually pretty formulated and they're uh, dosed out in a, you know, laboratory setting. So, um, well, and you, you always say, you know, Dr. London isn't about the herb, but uh, hit me up after 6 p.m. and want to see Dr. Green. Then yeah, I can show you some herb. Yeah, he's uh, another yeah, a great. Physician. Yeah, he's a friend of yours. Yeah. Um. Uh. Next one. Uh. Epilepsy. So, uh, we mentioned seizures earlier. So, uh, great tie-in, I guess. Um. That yes, Doc Uden has, uh, reportedly cured epilepsy, which that's that's a tough one. Those you know, uh, the drugs are pretty you have to really fine-tune it to a given person um and that that's a tough thing to treat sometimes so i honestly props to him to doctor and so we, um, i mean i think we can one, finally all finally watch pokemon in peace so many of us you know remember mm, when that was a yeah. big thing in the in the late 90s pokemon was triggering kids epilepsy and so, yeah. so many of us have held so, off for so long trying to figure out, like, is Ash going to be able to be friends with all these Pokemon or whatever? And yeah. now, today, finally, we can we finally now. say, like, probably go home not. right now. Yeah. And yeah, Ash probably, I mean, he's like a human and they're like animals, basically. So they're not really friends. Yeah. If anything, they're like yeah, slaves. They're battle to, slaves. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we can't tell. Yeah. We, we get so many warnings about that on here. Um, anyway, so that's, uh, epilepsy. Next one I think is a big one that I didn't realize needed to be cured. Uh, next one is ringing. Dr. Uden has cured ringing. That's number five. And this is something we've been saying for a long time. I mean, spam calls have gotten just out of control in this country. I get like three, four, five, six, seven, sometimes eight spam calls a day. Doc and Dr. Uden has figured out a way to, I mean, I believe it's a morning injection. That makes you so just straight up zonk that you don't even notice that your phone's ringing. Yeah. So I I would argue that it's not so much a cure for the ringing as it is for your own body's tolerance for the ringing. But but um, life is just what you perceive it to be, and so if you're not perceiving the ringing, that's essentially right. carrying okay. the ringing. I could tell you have been to Doctor Uden because that is the kind of thing he would say. Okay. 
That's it's fine. Okay, the next next one on the list, the number six that Doctor Uden has cured is pregnancy herbs. Now this one's a big one for us. I've been trying to cure this forever. This is one of the major uncurable uh, ailments out there. Is these pregnancy herbs that pop up? Pregnancy polyps, pregnancy uh, weeds, yeah. pregnancy pregnancy, uh, pregnancy children as well. I've known pregnancy babies. Um, there are a lot yes. of these that pop up. Uh, so like, but I get that those are. Uh, I guess I think honestly those are just too big for for any of us to conquer really. But the herbs especially, um, you know, the, those I I see them as that it's a lofty goal. Like surely we could treat that. And Dr. Uden admittedly claims to have found a way. So, so essentially, if um, you are pregnant, not with like a human child, but with but with herbs, um, yeah, basil or oregano or anything yeah. along those lines, mint, yeah. Go ahead and go ahead and talk to Dr. Uden and go ahead and delete Dr. London's phone number from your phone. You don't need that anymore. Uh, next one, number seven, is fibroids, and that is uh, for those who don't know, that is whenever in your uterus it's related to the pregnancy thing it's whenever you have these sort of lumps in your uterus that make it difficult to uh have a pregnancy and can make um menstruation painful and things like that so it's it's like little little tumor things um so it's great that they found a cure for that using herbs um well and dr uden i mean he's so good at being able to cure this that a lot of his patients become pregnant in his sessions oh once he's able to cure it with you in that afternoon, already pregnant. Wow. And so I, a lot of times the, the problem isn't so much getting pregnant as maintaining a, a safe pregnancy. So uh, like that'd be. He's maintaining a safe pregnancy, you know, amongst a few other things he's maintaining. You know what I mean? I, is it? Um, oh, the herb. Yes, the herbs. Right. Okay. Uh, next one. Uh, I like that they don't even have, once again, it's no respect for it because it's, it doesn't even get a number, even though it's definitely supposed to be number eight. Uh, instead of a number, it was sunglasses, smile emoji, arthritis, which that is what we all think. Whenever you think of arthritis, we do think of wearing sunglasses, looking cool um, while we're hiding this pain in our joints. So uh, I love that Dr. Uden has really tackled this. Now I do. We have found pretty good treatments for arthritis. Like we, it used to be some types of arthritis have been really debilitating, and we do have medications that stop your fingers from being deformed. For instance, um, that used to happen more, and now you know with rheumatoid yeah. arthritis, now that doesn't really happen so much. But I mean, I I interpreted sunglass smile emoji arthritis to be arthritis that is so bad that it's basically blinding you're mm. a blind person you can't see anything other than the pain of oh, your joints gotcha. okay uh so like a blind person you have a dog and a cane and sunglasses that's a good point we've really appropriated uh blind people culture by ever using sunglasses and sun eye protection oh yeah number nine cancer uh okay wow okay uh so cancer um for those who are unaware comes in a lot of forms it makes it um so saying that you cured cancer is a pretty bold statement usually you have to approach different cancers in different ways you have to target them differently because of the nature of each individual cell as it replicates yeah um but 
Well, and I, but I mean, I think what it comes down to is we do not condone any sort of eugenics or genocide. So to say that, you know, cancers, people born between, you know, the end of June and the end of July, that this is something you can quote unquote cure. And even Dr. Lennon, you're saying they have to be taken out in a variety of different ways. You call them cells. Um, I, I don't think that born like in a specific month makes you lesser than or worthy of being quote unquote cured, eradicated from this earth, you know. Okay. Well, I, I guess that's I, your, I, yeah, no, that's great that you have that opinion. I guess like the two medical specialists will, will have our take and then you'll have yours. Um, yeah. I, I'm just surprised you, you've, taken this so much to heart are you are, are you a can you're around a cancer right are you right before i'm, I'm like a meanie uh but yes i i'm oh. basically i'm close enough to hunt the cancers is really gotcha okay now yeah. i understand it's yeah. a rivalry yeah yeah well I'm, if you want to call it a rival i'm pretty sure that between dr uden and i we got this figured out yeah it already it sounds like he already has a cure this so is like I, the one I, thing I, we agree on yeah i can't imagine uh I mean, the cancers exist anymore. Uh, next one is gout, which is a lot. Uh, I, I'd say that's a pretty big de-escalation from cancer. Um, it's it's painful. Yes. It's very painful. But yeah, uh, it's it's basically like little a bunch of little needles in your joint. Uh, so that's annoying to have. And but it's we have treatment for it. So. But yeah, it's also th- things like diet and things like that. Yeah. And I, yeah, to compare that to the eradication of, you know, one twelfth of the human population, which is, you know, the mass murder of cancers. Yeah, well, so, but gout's like actually dramatic. important, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Uh, like, it's not important until you have it, I guess is really the point here. Um, yeah. So, next one, they didn't bother to. to do a separate line for it it's it's grouped in with gout uh is kidney stone that's number 11 yes dr uden was able to cure his own kidney stone he had one and he was able to zap it out of him good on him i guess he diagnosed it using i guess just black magic and just sort of general like my assumption with the way he does voodooism is that the he, he just sort of like with herbs he does voodooism with herbs. Yeah, that is my assumption. And then the last one, which we've covered on this podcast already, uh, is number 12, Parkinson disease. Uh, so that one's, uh, you know, it's, it's a progressively um, potentially debilitating uh, uh, disease of the central nervous system. Um, it's sort of a problem with initiating movement, and it, it, it's an issue with uh, the substa- substantia nigra part of the brain. Um, not anymore, yeah. And again, so he's he's cured that. That used to be a thing. It's not for them, yeah. But for him, this he's, is how he's we know that like uh, Michael J. So Fox guess... isn't being as honest as he could be, because it's like we already have the cure, and yet he just he just loves the attention. It's it's I, or there's a chance that he went to a conventional Western medicine practicing practicing doctor as a rather than Doctor Uden. Um, I think would be the, the other alternative possibility, uh, which like, you know, to teach their own on their opinions for that. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, um, for, for that feedback, I I guess to Jennifer Mitchell on Facebook. Um, thank you to, 
uh, Dr. Udenu to stop by. Um, thank you to our producer Cameron. Thank you to Digital in the Host.